Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline. I'm an expert in education, child development, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive, brain-based, trauma-informed, social-emotional learning program. Uniquely, we combine and integrate school climate, classroom management, and self-regulation into one seamless system. Today is a phenomenal experience I had when I had the opportunity to interview three educators from Grove Hill Elementary in Alabama. They experienced a devastating loss of a death of a child in their school family. Join me as we learn about the legacy a four-year-old child named Keith left on the hearts and souls of a school and a community. Welcome everyone. I'm here with some friends from Grove Hill Elementary in from Alabama. And this is Julie, Kathy, and Miranda. So tell me what you do, Julie. I'm a pre-K teacher at Grove Hill Elementary. Yeah? No. For how long? Um, Pre-K, um, I've been there 17 years, and wow. I taught kindergarten for eight of, eight of those years. Wonderful. And the rest I've been in pre-K. Yeah. And I'm Kathy. I'm the uh, principal at Grove Hill Elementary. And how long have you been principal? I've been principal since 2004. Oh, my gosh. Right. Good for just, you. just completed 31 years of service. Wow. Good yeah. for you. Thank you, too, for all that. <laughs> and Miranda? And I... Um, taught sixth grade for five years and then I've been in pre-k for two. How was that shift to go from? It um, was very scary in the beginning um, but it's just right where I need to be. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. I had a friend who sh sh made that big shift from fifth to pre-k and the first week she goes they're always touching me. <laughs> you know it's like get off me. But then she got used it's, to it. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. It's great. So uh, how did y'all get introduced to conscious discipline? Kathy, maybe you. How did how did it come to your awareness? The ladies were, attended our statewide pre-K conference. Um, mm -hmm. After their first year, they went to a workshop mm -hmm. and heard Joy Man Joy Joy mm -hmm. from Alabama. All right, and, yeah. um, I know Joy. It was just mm -hmm. an immediate spark. Um, they came back to me. You've got to go you've got to go. And then there was training for administrators in, in the next phase of training for them. And so the assistant principal and myself attended along with these ladies and it's been like fire ever since. So something in there resonated Absolutely. with you. So you, what I was what it? every good teacher, what every good principal does. I do what my teachers tell me. There you go. <laughs> but so, I saw your eyes go up. So, so something resonated um, with you, Miranda. During that session, about conscious discipline. At the time, I was having some some really um, big challenges with my own child, uh -huh. and it just spoke directly to me about my Sadie Margaret. And mm. um, I just um, heard, it was just a, a quick overview, but it, I knew that I needed more information so that I could help her. And then in return, of course, my um, precious K-4 babies. You bet. You bet. So now we're here for uh, uh, to talk about something that was very uh, devastating for you as a school. But it's not just you as a school. It's every school. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly with what just happens in life mm 
and certainly with all our tornadoes and our fires and our hurricanes and shootings and such, that the topic of this deep, devastating loss. So um, who's going to start with what exactly has happened? Uh, well, Julie? Um, we began the year. Um, we had a um, precious little group join us in August. And um, one of our little guys um, was there for two days. And um, he started on Monday, skipped Tuesday, came back on Wednesday for a half a day, so not even really two full days. And on Thursday, he was diagnosed with leukemia. That was our first this year of, um, and actually my first in, in teaching of something catastrophic within my classroom. So um, we began that journey with him and his family, and we immediately connected with his family and let them know that um, he was part of us. Even though he only joined us for that day and a half, um, he was part of our school family. And from day one, we put him on our wish well board, and um, we began the connection um, with our, our students and with him and his family, and we kept um, in contact, we would get updates from his family, um, from them, and he came to visit our school several times. Um, he only got to interact with the kids from a distance and wave, but the kids knew him. They remembered very specific things about him. And that goes to, um, I'm so thankful that on the very first day of school, we took their pictures. And so for the Wishwell board, we had their picture. So we would put him on our heart. I mean, he just stayed on our heart. And we wished him well each day. And I just feel like that that had a huge role in, in connecting. The, the two, yes. The two. And well, it, it was to, to both of us, our instrument of how we taught love and empathy and kindness to the rest of the children in our classroom was through Keith. Right. Because of the actions that we did with his family, with, you know, how we, you know, gave them updates of him, you know, just throughout the things. That and we, how we implemented that because we always had somebody on our heart on the wish well. So each day we, we could wish him well. So we would video us wishing him well. And, um, of course, his journey with leukemia, he had ups and downs. And... Um, and that just spoke to the family that yeah, we would, took the yes, time yeah. to video and send it to them. And um, they brought they brought um, other pictures, like a, I think it was a it was some kind of card, like thank super, you card. A, a thank you card, and we put yeah, it where the kids could see it, and they would go up and just look at it. And even his family <laughs> felt that that he, we just worked so hard to make sure he was still a part of us. And the dad, um, or the granddad, came to school personally. Like he would just drop in mm -hmm. from time to time. The kid only was there for a day and a half. But he came in person. Um, he passed away in December, and um, we got a message on a Sunday that he had passed away, and he was there that Monday morning in person to tell us personally. Wow. You know, you think about certainly 
wonderful teaching is always having a teachable moment. You know, there's always these teachable moments. You think of pre-K as the fire truck went by or whatever the case may be. But I don't think many people think of such a, a, a child uh, having leukemia as how beautiful of a teachable moment of all the life skills uh, that one would ever need. Uh, that is so, uh, and I can see it in your face, it's still, res it's still hard. But I wanna know about when you first went to the family, I can't imagine uh, that family. I mean, I just, I think of a school that would take its time out and its teachers would come when, when my child would be sick and only be there for a day and a half and you called on me, did you actually go to the home? I mean, how did you, how did, whose child was, was he in both your, whose class? Well, we, we co-teach together. You co-teach, so it was in both your classes. Mm -hmm. So did you go to the house? Oh. I mean, we did. We did. Mm -hmm. And you too, the, uh, the principal oh, of the school and the, assistant, and, the assistant. and the assistant principal. Yeah. So we did send out um, a text message to all, all the parents of our kids um, to let the them know the night that yeah. he passed, to let the parents know, so, to give them a chance to talk to their children because the next day when it came Wishwell time, we knew that it would be an emotional time for the two of us. So we got to that moment and there were big emotions for the two of us and um, we knew we had to acknowledge it. Therefore, that moment, we changed um, Keith, just his picture on our wish well, to Keith's family. Mm -hmm. So from, from that point on, we still wish Keith's family well each and every day to the very end of school. So the next few days, we, we still had questions from some of the children. Um, but we made a We Remember book. Right. We remember Keith. And it, the kid was only there for a day and, and a half. half. And the kids amazing. drew pictures. Mm -hmm. yeah, each student had a page in the book. So yeah. when we, pre we presented the book to the family. That's why we went to the home. Oh, okay. Was to present the book. And of course, and it did become part of his funeral service. The book did. But every student had a page to illustrate their thoughts. And as we were looking, I was standing beside the grandmother, and we were looking through, and she said something about, I'm, I see a lot of hearts. Like, and it was really different because there may be a little heart, a, a, a stick person with a little heart, or there may be a big heart in the clouds, mm -hmm. or there may just be a heart in some preschool fashion. Right. Um, and, she's, and I said, that's where wish you well comes from. You put your hand on your heart, and we wished him well. And then I think that she looked at the dad, the granddad, and they acknowledged the video. Yes. So they were making those connections. connections but that yeah. was like the biggest treasure for them. That I can imagine. That book. Now, so, did, uh, mm -hmm. did this radiate past pre-K? Did any other grades, or, or was it really a, a kind of a pre-K uh, endeavor. I mean, did other children in the school get involved in this at all, or was it really just your school family? The school knew yeah, because we're such a small community. Right. I mean, you know, we're such a small community. The family is, you know, from the area, so right. everybody knew about it. We did not do anything school-wide other than... Um, was more faculty. More faculty. We did, right. you know, um, we did it more things. within the faculty. Got it. Um, Which um, a lot of 
faculty sent us messages mm -hmm. right. because they would put their selves in our shoes of having right. a child. You know, some had not experienced that, some had, so then they offered, you know, words of encouragement for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the, the school itself kind of wrapped you two, mm -hmm. and then you uh, wrapped their family, mm -hmm. and you went through this process together. That's amazing, you know, I think that some people would say, oh yeah, when you just said, we're a small community. Oh, of course they're a small community. But I don't think, I mean, uh, you have to be a small community oh, to have a, have a big heart. I mean, you could be in any community and, and take these same steps, regardless of you had 2,000 students at your, in all your elementary schools, you could still uh, take these themes. We steps. ended our year with, of course, mm -hmm. they have a little end of the year celebration mm -hmm. um, with preschool and it was outside. We had a brand new playground dedication so we had lots of things to celebrate that day and we invited his family back for that celebration because he still continued to be part of, uh, of the class and we planted a tree in his memory oh. and then the tree has a sign and I'm, I'm not even sure what um, it has is. his name and um, it says Keith taught us to love and um, care, care, for, care others. for others so that's what his sign says and because it's through him we taught the wish well and the purpose of it I mean just we taught love we taught kindness we taught um, empathy for others we taught so many things through through Keith. Yes. Through Keith because of the conversations <laughs> and the questions that he would ask us. Awful and situation. it was we took that so much. Yeah. Came out of it. It's amazing that uh, a four year old left such a tremendous Absolutely. legacy mm -hmm. on on the lives of so many mm -hmm. so early when it really makes a difference. I mean they they may not hold all this in their heads, but they have embedded it in their brain and their heart for the rest of their lives. So uh, I think the, the amazing thing I keep hearing here is how you took such a, a, a devastating event for a family mm -hmm. and for a classroom and for a teacher mm -hmm. and made it uh, or created from it such usable lessons that you could teach a whole class. I think that's uh, the, uh, the pinnacle of a brilliant teacher in my mind. And yeah, you got the, the yay from. So, so now that Keith uh, is is gone, and the family is probably still always be connected deeply to Grove Hill, and Keith too. Uh, as you move forward, you're not going to have that uh, uh, that opportunity at the beginning of next year, so to speak. But how did that change you as a teacher, so that it impact you to help the kids? next year and the year after and year after? What, it, what were the big lessons that, that you, were, you learned from that? I would just say to look back over the year and see how what we learned through that and how it's changed me as a teacher. Um, in, I've always been a connected teacher, um, but I'm deeper connected. I'm um, just showing the and teaching, using those teachable moments for de deeper things because we do get so caught up in teaching and oh well, I've got to get this done and I've got to get this done and that those moments are the lasting those are the ones that last a lifetime right. not the the daily the you know daily. and and I feel that um, 
you know, we may not be faced with something so tragic as Keith, but it's brought my attention to, um, I don't want to say the small things, but, um, you know, if a kid, I, I keep going back to, to the wish well mm -hmm. and making that connection. Um, you know, maybe their dog is at the vet right. and they want to put their dog on the wish well and acknowledging that, really acknowledging that. And um, of course, the deeper, um, I would agree with Julie on what she said. Making deeper connections and stuff. Mm -hmm. And what about you as an overall principal? So you, you were involved and also the observer. Right. You watched and uh, observed two of your teachers uh, in this journey and the family. I mean, right. but you were yes. also involved, but, I, but yeah. you also had a little more of a distance to watch yeah. it. So what did you garner from this as a principal? Oh, Anything amazing. I mean, just the amazement of the two of these pulling together. They came to me the morning after, and, you know, because we are the kind of family at our school, we have to have a plan. Mm -hmm. You know, anything good, we have to have a plan. Anything bad, we have to have a plan. And um, they came, what, what can be our game plan? Well, uh, what are you thinking? And they're, it was just perfect. You know, I was, I of course, trusted what, that whatever they was going to do. Um, trust of what they do in the classroom, watching it from day to day. We've had several, throughout the year, we would have several different kinds of loss. It yes. might be the loss of another, of an employee's dad. Right. Um, or an employee's mom. Or um, just a very stressful day. And the, these two ladies would come and say, I think we need to do something school-wide. Or they, they would say, you know, this would be a good time to breathe. So I, would, I may get on the intercom or the announcements and say, boys and girls, let's take a deep breath. And, you know, to calm ourselves at an assembly. So I've enjoyed watching. I've gleaned so much information just watching the two of them. And um, even gone to their classroom, what do you do? How do you say it? Watching them in the hallway, I've picked up things that I can transition or transfer to when I'm dismissing in the afternoons. Right. So, um, but just watching how they handled the loss, and then when something else tragic happened in our school, they were the first two to lead us through it. You know, they would go to that person on a personal level, yes. not necessarily with their class, but they would go and help, you know, and it, it's just been um, a mind shift. Right. After 31 years, I mean, a mind shift of the way we think about things, and it's very, very powerful in my profession and the importance of, of doing it right. And if you, you know, if you just look, I mean, I don't think personally that we have do done uh, enough to acknowledge all the losses that children right. are, mm -hmm. are impacted by these mm -hmm. days. You know, the number of divorce. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, certainly the loss of parents or dogs and cats. I mean, we kind of acknowledge that, but just that daily loss, the loss of uh, uh, just losing your parents for that day. I mean, that saying goodbye in the morning. I mean, we kind of say, okay, good for you, get over it. I think I can see in both all your eyes that there is a, a deeper quality of recognizing and acknowledging those losses and the power of acknowledging those losses. And I think that is the message of Keith. Uh, and 
you know, as we talked about, I think, yesterday, you know, if we don't acknowledge that loss, it turns into anger. And if we don't acknowledge that anger, it turns into rage. And if we don't acknowledge that rage and handle that rage, it turns into revenge. And we just go around a cycle that doesn't promote well-being. So you guys have demonstrated that you that it's not only been in the school, but you've been able to use conscious discipline in your lives, and you've seen a difference. So uh, now, what's the, what's the goal for the school, Kathy, uh, we are going forward? Currently, because of these two ladies and the interest of my faculty, they've been watching and they are. Um, wanting more information. So we've been giving them the bits and pieces as we've learned them, but we've created a CDAT team. And we're starting the e-learning courses throughout the school year um, next year. That's going to be our implementation. And um, we look forward to hopefully um, flipping, transitioning our school Beautiful. into being a conscious discipline school. So. Beautiful. And uh, thanks to all of you. And, and certainly thanks to Keith. Uh, he has he, got a he played a big role in this whole huge transformation <laughs> that all of you are going through. So thank you for sharing that. And I just want to remind those who are listening that the acknowledgement of loss, whether you perceive it to be small or devastating, as they explained, needs to be acknowledged. And we don't have to be therapists, but we can just be wise teachers that say we can put you on a wish well board. So. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> wow, what an inspirational story about using tragedy as a powerful teaching tool about life, love, loss, kindness, empathy, and compassion. Hmm. Just have to take a breath with that one. So what's Becky up to? Well, Thanks to Keith, he, his, his legacy continues. I'm celebrating my determination to get back on track with my mind, heart, and body. It's been a very, very busy summer, and I sadly have put my own physical and mental health at the bottom of my to-do list. So I'm pulling it back up, putting myself back up at the top, and getting back into some exercise, meditation, and all that I know helps me be the best me I can be. So I'm celebrating myself and also forgiving myself at the same time. So following up on that celebration, what are we collectively celebrating? Well, we're celebrating our research on our Conscious Discipline Parent Program was just published in the Journal of Research in Innovation, Teaching, and Learning and shared on the districtadministration.com site on the web. Also, we have a number of videos put out by Edutopia sharing the success of conscious discipline. So words getting out, and we are grateful, deeply grateful, and certainly celebrating all those who work their selves to death, making that mindset shift, making that skill set shift, and all the successes they got in return. So let's take a moment here at the end. And if you would, and if you feel like it, join me so that we wish well all the losses we've all experienced. So if you choose, just take a deep breath with me. Put your attention or your hand on your heart and imagine love flowing through you to all those needing to know that they are not alone, just not alone in that deep grief. And until next time, it is my pleasure to wish 
you and myself well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.